Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Shalom Bayis Shir number 39. Email address shalombayis777 at gmail.com. There is a very important yesoid that we mentioned not to objectify. Treat your wife or your husband as an object. And we talked about last time about something I call sealed off sex, which means men who just use their physical drive for the sexual um, expression without getting the importance of being emotionally connected. And for both men and for both women, they need to know that when you disengage emotionally, it closes off the richer dimensions of sexuality. Actually, you can enjoy sexual experience a lot more when you have that emotional connection. Young people who stay emotionally distant, distant from, you know, from their emotions, and unfortunately you have prostitutes that fall into this category. They seem to be enjoying themselves, but over 95% of the time they're not. Um, and those who run after all these various sexual partners in the Goyesha world, they don't enjoy it um, as much as people believe without that emotional connection of a real relationship. There may be excitement, but it's short-lived, it's one-dimensional, and it causes ultimately a feeling of emptiness inside. That is true, again, not only for a Tairaju, it applies even if you, you, know, you want to you know, be mative to everybody. So I'd be talking to a hot-blooded American male who wants to have ana and oilamazeh, they need to know that engaging in such type of sexual behavior without the emotional connection or building a relationship ultimately will leave him empty and alone. And I'm not recommending this. I'd rather have you learn Torah all the time and not deal with it. But I have, in the past, studied certain lives of certain of these people who have that type of behavior. And you will see, like clockwork, they are disillusioned, unhappy, and there's a lot of agmas nefesh caused. It looks to the whole world, it looks like they're on the top of the world. You envy them. That's another big aside because a lot of these problems are because you envy the wrong people for the wrong reasons, but it leads to disillusionment. And if that's true, even when we're talking about a guy, even when we're talking about a regular American male who does not have Tyra. Certainly for a Tyrayid, that is the case. Another thing you need to know is that Shmir Sainayim and it will definitely help in developing that intimate life with your, uh, a life with your wife, but that's not enough. Many from Eden make this mistake. They have good Shmir Sainayim, but they still have issues with intimacy, and there's many reasons for this. And I want to talk about this, because this is a big aside. When I talk, or most people talk, don't use your wife as an object or your husband as an object. We usually mean it in a way that you're using them because of sexual reasons or because of their money or other external reasons, not themselves. That could happen with many from people too. When they treat, they could go the other extreme. And again, I'm not talking to, about everybody now, but many from people... They're taught the, the wife is used to do a mitzvah, pruru or aina, and you're being a Hashem, 
and that's wonderful, but there's an issue there, there's a danger of being emotionally detached from the human element of emotionally connecting. This is a big problem with from people. So ironically, when we talk about sealed off sex and about using your sexual drive in a selfish way, and we that applies to someone that has a tremendous, um, you know, um, desire towards that thing, the opposite could be true too. Even someone who is very from, it could be even a tzaddik in many ways, and has strong shmir seinayim, very often treats their wife like an object. And you have to remember this because it's misconstrued sometimes, because they all bring rayas from chazals to their point. One example of this is a Ramban, and in other places the Maral talks about it, that before the Chet Eitzadas, and this is true, marital intimacy and sexuality was not connected with anything unhealthy. And he uses the Lushen, the Ramban, and in other places, in other Svarim, that before the Chet Eitzadas, doing the Maisa, the sexual act, is like the mitzvah of Tfilin. It's like Esrig. It was a Dava Shal Kedusha. Now when you're reading this Ramban and you're reading this, you have to understand what he means. Yes, it was B'Kedusha like Tefillin and Esrik, but it's not a Tefillin and Esrik. In other words, even before the Chet Eitz by the way, when there was no Yetzirah, meaning that there was no, there was an innocence there, still there was a concept of a certain biological desire. When Adam one desired his wife in a healthy way and they had relations, it wasn't like it was a robot. It wasn't like it was uh, totally um, not connected to the body. It was physical. And it was physical pleasure. But it was in a way that was devoid of the negative Yetzirah. It was devoid of ego and selfishness. That's what it means. You can't take this Ramban, Ramban and say, you look at your wife as if she's a pair of tefillin. She's not a pair of tefillin. She's not your esrg. And uh, she's, she, she's not the chifet shal mitzvah in that sense. That's the furthest from the truth. She's a human being. And, and just as before the Itzadas, there was no perversion, there was no unhealthy lust, there was no un- overtaking of the sex drive into unhealthy places, it was used as a healthy desire, the way it's supposed to be. And similar to Hanoich, when he made the shoes, he fixed the shoes in an honest way, and he, and he helped by helping the poor person. That's how he connected to Hashem, by taking care of the physical and emotional needs of whoever is wearing those shoes that he's fixing. The same thing applies with your wife. She's not your esrig or your, or your tefillin or mezuzah. She's not a means by which you develop your ruchnius. Although if people speak in those terms, if you think only in those terms, that frumkite is extremely unhealthy. In other words, a from person, no matter how from he is, and the Shmir Sanayim is unbelievable, he has to learn how to emotionally satisfy his wife and how to sexually satisfy her. And that's extremely important. And that's where many from men fall in marriage. And it's a paradox. It's really, really a paradox. Because the truth is, is you're on the right track. You're on the right track in the sense is that you're removing yourself from the shtusim and avolim and the garbage of the society by having shmer seinayim and by you thinking about Hashem and using 
this connection as a mitzvah. And that's a wonderful thing. So I'm cholila not knocking it. But I'm just saying that there's a danger there. There's a danger there because if you look at it just like that, that is, you're objectifying your wife. That's exactly what you're doing. An esrig, no matter how much of a mitzvah is nishavah to you, is an esrig. Okay? It's, 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 it's a peri. Your wife is not a peri. Your wife is not a piece of leather in the tefillin, even a kadusha to go on. She is a human being. And Hashem expects you to treat her that way. Not just as a chetzeshel mitzvah, so to speak. That's very demeaning. And, um, and they sense that. It goes the other way around sometimes. But they sense that. So you have to be very careful. And by the way, this applies in general, and this is a very important aside. Every beinodon lachavere has a beinodon lamokim in there, and that is very true. So in other words, when you do a favor for your friend, you're doing two things. You are doing bimekayin the mitzvah, but at the same time, you're listening to Hashem who's telling you to do this mitzvah. So, but it's very important that when you do favors for your friend or try to help him keep Shabbos or Kashris, you have to feel that love for the friend because of your friend. It's not enough to say in your brain, oh, I love Hashem, and Hashem told me to love my friend. So, Memela, I'm going to love my friend. That's not what Hashem means. Yes, that's beautiful. You're doing it because Hashem wants you to. That's the Beinad Lamokim part of it, and that's beautiful. But when Hashem is telling you to love your friend, He's telling you to love Him with all the emotions that's connected to it, with understanding His feelings, with understanding Him as a human being. That's what Hashem wants from you. Hashem is basically telling you, I'm commanding you to do this, but don't just, you're, by thinking of Him, that's how you're connecting to me. You're not separating yourself from me by thinking about him and helping him. And that's the way you have to look at it with your wife too. You can't, yes, you're treating your wife properly or your husband properly because Hashem is telling you to. The Mokrim is telling you to treat your husband properly and treat your wife properly. But Hashem also wants that when you're doing that, you're doing that because of them taking their life into account, their emotional life, their physical life, their spiritual life and investing in them. So, and this is a problem also when you're keeping halacha too. Sometimes you're detached from, you know, you're, you're, it's like a, a compulsive, you know, seder that you have in your head that um, you forget, like you, you lose the, yourself in the trees and not looking at the whole forest. And people have that toss when it comes to your wife or your husband. That's not what the Ramban meant. That you're, that 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 the, it's like before Eitz Hadas when uh, that everything was only l'shem shemayim and a mitzvah. That is true, but that does not mean that your wife is your esrig or your tefillin. Your wife is not your chetzeshal mitzvah alone. She is your, a human being, and Hashem wants you to treat her that way. And the same applies the other way around: the wife towards the husband. Have a wonderful day.